Hello, this is Bill, the Knee Pain Guru, and today we have a special call. Uh, this, the conversation I'm going to share today, uh, what we're going to talk about today, all revolved around a blog post that I did about the original Gatorade. And the original Gatorade, you can go to the website, the Knee Pain Guru, Dot com and you can check out the recipe that I wrote on the original Gatorade. And in that recipe is a special sea salt that I use. I've been using it for years. And we have a very special guest. Her name is Selena. And she is the president and CEO of Selena Naturally, uh, the owner of Celtic Sea Salt. Now, this is the specific sea salt that I use in the original Gatorade post. They, uh, her company also does other quality natural products, and she ships them around the world. She is also a published author and editorial director of A Grain of Salt, a quarterly publication that focuses on the foundational principles of health and wellness through practitioners, tools, and products. Selena Naturally is the exclusive distributor of Celtic Sea Salt. Founded in 1976, Celtic Sea Salt brand has developed a reputation representing the finest salts in the world. Now this is great. Listen to her mission to seek out handcrafted, sustainable artesian products from around the world that inspire the individual towards optimal well-being. So without further ado, I would like to welcome Selena to the call today. Thank you so much, Bill, for inviting me. I really appreciate yeah. it. It, it. I was really excited about having you on the call today because uh, I remember at um, uh, Dr. Frank King's, where, where we met, this was a few years ago, this was in Asheville, North Carolina, and you did a presentation on salt, and I was completely blown away by that presentation and the distinctions that you were bringing to the table on on the different types of salt that not all salt is created equal. So I, I was so grateful that you agreed to be on this call today and to share your knowledge and experience with myself and so many people out there that are suffering with knee pain. Mm, thank you for having so much faith in what I have to say. <laughs> 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 so, Selena, would you share a little, I mean, I know I did the introduction, however, would you share a little bit more about who you are and how you got involved in the salt business? Sure. Um, well, it's ironic that I did not change my name to be in the salt business, and um, Selena in other languages does mean salt, so I think I was destined to be in this line of work. I grew up with migraine headaches most of my life, and when I was introduced to alternative ways of eating other than the SAD diet, I was um, blown away that that this worked better than Excedrin, and I very quickly at the age of 19 embraced the natural lifestyle. And then at the age of 20, I gave birth to a special needs little guy, um, my son, and so... Um, I continued doing research to find alternative paths to finding solutions to, you know, reach our optimal well-being with my migraines and with my son's cerebral palsy and his epilepsy. We, uh, you know, we kind of had a journey to go out there and find 
all the solutions that um, the typical advice from the medical industry was not able to support me with. And this was even before the Internet. So the challenge was really up there. But we, we became you know, very useful very quickly. And um, all of that, the foundation, is the salt company. My father-in-law, Jacques Delangre, wrote a book called Sea Salt's Hidden Powers in 1976. And his mission was to change the reputation of sea salt. And that is what he did. And I stepped up to the table to continue this mission and seek to find salts from all over the world that meet that quality of brand promise that we promised to everyone. Nice. And was it something that you were growing up in this environment when your father was writing the book? Or no. was this this was no, afterwards? I was not I was not growing up in the environment at all. Um, you know, like I said, I was born and raised in a you know just a regular American diet, and I met my husband, and he his father is Jacques Delangre, and so was my father-in-law that wrote the book. So that's when I was introduced to macrobiotics, and that's what their philosophy was. And then I um, studied and practiced macrobiotics for. 12 years, and then I've branched out and broadened my diet since then. But the actual salt um, introduction came from having dinner at my in-law's house and they talking about salt and how they just finished their first book and how excited they were. And that was the first time I even knew there was a difference of salt. And I was just standing there with my mouth hanging open thinking, I can't believe I've been lied to all these years. Why don't? Why aren't we told these things? I, I was like this young, naive person going, "Well, I don't understand. I trust my food people, and they're telling me that this salt is okay to eat—the regular table salt—but it's not." So that was my first introduction that, you know, things at the grocery store are not the most optimal things to be eating. Right, and, and that really leads into the next question I have for you, which is. And a lot of the clients that I work with, they're concerned about consuming salt because the doctor is saying to stay away from salt because of their blood pressure. Salt makes their blood pressure increase. Could you share a little bit about the distinction between like your typical Morton salt and Himalayan sea salt and um, you know the the gray wet salt, which is the Celtic sea salt, which is the, the kind that, that you offer. Could you kind of give a brief overview of the different types of salts and the concerns that people have about increasing salt in their diet? Sure. Um, first of all, there's a codex law that says a food-grade salt should be 99% sodium chloride. And that's a codex law that was put in place thinking that it was to um, you know, protect the consumer from things not being what they say they are, which is salt. Um, the Morton Company um, is following that codex law, but they also have other things in their salt that help their salts function better. Uh, they put a free-flowing agent in their salt um, so that it will not clump up, and they can keep their brand promise when it rains, it pours. They add iodine, which causes the salt to turn a different color, so they bleach the salt. The bleach causes the salt to be um, a little bitter, so they put dextrose in the salt to add a better flavor. 
and that is your typical um, table salt that, that everyone knows uh, uh, you know, on the table in the restaurants and everything. And Morton is very proud that they brought um, a salt to the consumer that doesn't have any, um, what they say, impurities in it and everything in it that they have in it is with the intention of it be a functional salt that can flow easily. But they did not consider what was going to go on with the body putting those other things, elements in with your sodium chloride. And, and, and mm-hmm. Selena, let me interrupt you there for a second. You had said uh, they put iodine in it, mm-hmm. which changes the color of the salt, and they also put dextrose in it, which because of the iodine in there makes the salt bitter, so they put dextrose in there. And just for those that are listening, um, what do they do? Iodine is a dark color. So what do they do to the salt to make it white again? They bleach it. And you can go on to the Morton website, and they're very proud of the process that they spent years to try to perfect. They, they bleach the salt so it's white again. Okay, so when someone would be eating Morton salt, they would actually be consuming bleach. Um, I don't know. You can make your own judgment there. You know, I don't Got understand it. on those things. I like to really uh, let the person use their own judgment of what sure. they think they're getting when they, when they do ingest that salt. Because Morton is very proud of the product they've put out there. Um, Got and, it. you know, they developed it for many reasons. Um, but that's the evolution of food. You know, we, we uh, put preservatives in food so that they will last longer. Now we're watching the cause and effect of all of those cutting edges in the 60s are happening to us. Got it. And, and then dextrose would be a, a sweetener. It's a sugar. That is, that is sugar. definitely a sugar with a glycemic index so that you are, yeah, you're getting some sugar with your salt. Got it. Okay, cool. I just wanted to make sure uh, I was on the same page as you as well. So yeah. thank you. Yeah, that's it. But, you know, everybody listening to this, um, you know that they have enough judgment to understand the information and what it's going to do, to, you know, what that might do to them. So um, I don't like to put anybody down. I like to just present the facts that I have. The other sure. salt that's on the market is a Himalayan salt. And um, this salt about, it was 1994, was the first time I ever heard of the Himalayan salt. And it was in a magazine called the Prevention Magazine. And I thought, this is interesting. They actually have a case study showing that a salt that can have lower blood pressure. So I immediately ordered the salt that I thought the article was referring to. And um, by my surprise, um, I got a call because I was traveling. I got a call that said that there was a package at the port waiting for me, that the shipping was $500. And I said, I just ordered a sample of this stuff. What happened? So they sent me a pallet of everything you could think of, from candle holders to lamps to everything. And this was in 1994. And I still have some of it laying around here. But I was only interested in the salt that was going to um, give well-being to someone. So I took the salt immediately and, and took it to the lab to see how the uh, mineral analysis compared to the Celtic sea salt. And it was um, an interesting analysis. It's about 90 – well, I have six analyses here, and they all have a different range. They range from 976 sodium chloride all the way to 98.73% um, sodium chloride. And our Celtic sea, the Celtic sea salt is 82% sodium chloride. So that's the first very broad stroke when I'm looking at analysis of 
if there's that much sodium chloride in there, then where is the room for other added minerals? So when I saw those analysis, I thought it's really not worth it for me to continue the investment to look at this salt because it is not up to my brand promise. And the pH is 7, which is it, it is a neutral pH, but our salts are a little bit more alkaline that support the acid terrain. So I thought, mm, there's nothing really magical about this salt. And um, then when I realized I had to go to Pakistan to to do this, to look at this salt, because I won't pick up a salt unless I go visit the source myself. There were way too many friction points and challenges for me to go visit the salt mines in Pakistan, and so I moved on and did not pick up the Himalayan salt. I kind of laughed about it at the time, saying it's just going to be a fad and it won't go anywhere. Well, my surprise <laughs> is that Himalayan salt took over the Celtic sea salt market share. And out of all the calls we got every day when it started was one out of every two calls was asking, can you please tell me how your salt compares to the Himalayan sea salt? Mm-hmm. Without putting the Himalayan sea salt down, I just shared my t- truth with my customers and let them make their own decision. The thing that I've been up against with the Himalayan sea salt and the way it's gone to market is them saying that there's 82 trace minerals in it, but there's not really an analysis that can prove those 82 trace minerals. So I cannot believe how the Himalayan market has grown with nobody proving what the claims are. But I guess people just wanted a pink salt. I'm not sure how it got to go so big, but it really did. Is the Himalayan salt dangerous, toxic, or bad for you? No, it is not. Um, the Himalayan salt just has more sodium chloride. It's not as alkaline as my Celtic, and it's a dry salt, and there is you know, no moisture in it. Um, mm-hmm. And that's the only thing about the Himalayan salts today. If somebody is eating the Himalayan salt, I would just tell the people to find out the source, find out where they're importing it from, if they really know the people they're buying it from, do they know them personally, do they send pictures periodically, just those things, because this is a commodity coming from a place that, you know, uh, we just got to be more aware of what's mm-hmm. coming over here. And that's my take on the Himalayan salt. That's all. You know, you can just be mindful and ask more information about it from the people you get it from, and that's all. Got it. Now, do you want me to go into the? Do you want me to go into the other, the Celtic sea salt now, or just wait until the last question? What? No, uh, please, share on the Celtic sea salt. I think that'd be great. Okay. And then there is the Celtic sea salt. This, there's a variety of salts underneath the Celtic sea salt brand. Um, the original Celtic sea salt um, came from a certain region, and that region is in Brittany, France. Well, Brittany, France should not be the only source of our salt that we're promising to the world. And as our demand grows, we need to make sure we have a source that is quality and it will never be interrupted. And so um, as we continue to source salts, you know, I have to make sure that the environment, if it is ever contaminated or polluted, um, you know, we can, sor- we can source another salt immediately and stop the inter- interruption. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I still have Got it. it. Yes. Would um, you share a little 
I, I remember during your presentation, one of the things that intrigued me the most was the distinction in the wetness of the salt and the minerals that are contained in the wetness, if, the, if I remember that correctly. I may be saying that slightly different than you would, but no, would you No, that's sh- exactly the way I say it. Um, okay. You know, say it any other way, it might be inappropriate, but that is the way, that's it. The way the, the, way the Celtic, the way we, another way we look at the um, properties of the salt is the moisture content. So the salts that I'm sourcing now from, um, from Guatemala, from Kona, from Spain, from Portugal, and from France, um, those salts are all have a moist characteristics, a natural moist characteristic. The reason I prefer that is because when we dry our salt, we have a we have a coarse one that is very moist, and then we have the exact same salt that has been heated at 102 degrees with just an air heater, and it's been ground for us to make a shaker salt, like a fine grain ground shaker salt. Mm-hmm. That salt is 97 percent sodium chloride the wet salt is 82 percent sodium chloride there's more Mm -hmm. calcium zinc and magnesium and potassium in the wet salt than there is in the dry salt so you can go ahead and understand that it's where did it go minerals cannot be destroyed by heat but the evaporation of the moisture also evaporated all of those minerals that were in the wetness of the salt. So that's why we really like for our salt to maintain that moist wetness because that's where we feel all of those minerals are being held. And and this is the piece that is going to make the most sense in the original Gatorade post um, on my website because of... um, and this is something that we discussed the other week at your office around the ability of the body to absorb water. So if someone's dealing with arthritis, bone-on-bone, achy knees, a lot of times the knee joint is dehydrated. Conventional thinking is, well, I drink more water to rehydrate the joint. However, if the body doesn't have enough minerals to be able to absorb and get the water from outside of the cell to inside of the cell, then the water just passes through the body. And that's where having this, uh, the, the Celtic sea salt with the, um, the wetness and the minerals that are contained within that wetness is just a perfect addition to someone's diet to be able to absorb the water that they're drinking and get it in their body in their joints to be able to uh, set up the conditions so their body is able to heal their knees. There's a there's something that's really interesting. There's a YouTube, um, uh, like a little YouTube clip of a woman in Australia that talks about the Celtic sea salt, and I like what she says. She said, and I don't, I'm not a chemist, so I don't know if this is true, but she said magnesium is like a moisture magnet, and the magnesium in the Celtic sea salt actually helps to uh, pull that moisture where it needs to go. I don't know if that's true, and I don't know any chemistry that can actually prove it, but that's why she says if you take a pinch of the Celtic sea salt and put it on your tongue, your water is going to hydrate your body much better than if you just drink the water. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. Uh, let's see. Um, so if someone is walking into a store, 
and you, you get to the salt section, you're going to have a lot of different types of salts. What is someone going to look for in high quality, uh, high quality sea salt? Mm, well, that it's. I think that the only way you're going to really be able to tell is by the brand, um, because it used to be the color. Now we have a really amazing salt that comes from 2,000 feet below the surface of the water, and it's as white as white can be. So color is not going to give you the characteristics of the features and benefits, unfortunately. Uh, mm. Moisture, yes, you could look at moisture, but some of our salts don't look so moist while they're in the store. They start to get moisture the more you play with them because the little salt crystal will break open, and then you can mm. see the moisture. It's like a pulp in a, in a fruit, um, and it will break open, and then you see it. So if you took a pound of our salt and you looked at it, at the store level, it might be dry, but if you played football with it for about five minutes, it's going to be very wet because all those little crystals break open and then you can see the wetness better. I think, um, I'm glad you asked that question because I think everybody needs to be aware that um, as the um, private label industry continues to grow and as you continue to go shopping and you only find you know, 365 and Earth Fair and all those brands, we're losing the ability to really go in and make decisions of um, products. And I'm just talking about salt for now, but anything that you are consuming, the more you consume private label items, the more you're losing um, connection with what you're really purchasing. Somebody might even acquire a company and they started out with the integrity, but then eventually they might find a commodity that's cheaper and then you don't know if it's still the same integrity. So. Right. My message, I hope I can get it clear to the listener, is that um, it's, it's really brand. I wish I could say something else, but the labels don't tell you what's really going on, unfortunately. And um, we did just speak with the FDA. They changed their laws in 2015. They updated them. They do this every 10 years. And so all the things that we were saying on our bag, we cannot say anymore. Um, so things like doctor recommended, the best. Um, you have to prove that you're the best. You have to have at least 8,000 doctors, and we have 800 doctors that have put it in their medical um, uh, council. Um, right now the FDA has just really made it very hard for authentic and integrity products to make it, into the consumer's grocery store basket. Um, but so I'm only going to say, you know, brand, um, you know, look for the brand, go to the website and, and look and see what they're about and, and then ask them for an analysis and say, you know, can you please send me an updated analysis? How often do you do your analysis? I do my analysis of all of my salts, every lot code that comes in, I do an updated analysis. So I wish I could say more to the listener when they're at the grocery store how to help them. Um, but unfortunately, as you start to buy packaged foods, unless it says organic or non-organic, and salt is a mineral so it can never be organic, there's not a whole lot I can say. Himalayan is saying it has 82 minerals. I haven't found analysis that has said it. I used to say Celtic sea salt has 82 minerals, but I haven't been able to find a lab that will give me that information. So I took mm -hmm. that off, and I put vital minerals on my bag. 
so I don't, I, I, Bill, I don't know. You might have some points out there to how to direct the person to find the right product at the grocery store, but that's my advice is buy the brand. Um, and that sounds, you know, clouded because I do own this brand. But, um, you know, that's just, that's, that's my advice out there just from the inside of the salt industry, knowing what's coming into the country, knowing how it's being regulated, and, and, you really just got to go with the company and trust the integrity of the company. Yeah, and and I think the the direction things are going, and it's why so many there's a movement in the country, even in the world, going to more local. People knowing who they're who is producing their food, who is working with them. So there's a, a degree of rapport, and you can hear that in how information is passed. You're not putting on this big sales pitch saying anything about your salt other than this is exactly what it is and this is what it's not. And the person that's listening can feel that and make an educated choice based on the research that they do as far as like what it feels like for them to hear your voice and share your message. And I think that's really great because that that's how we need to make choices going on into the future. Mm, that's a good point. So with that being said, we have a special offer. We talked about this before the call. Special offer for those that are listening, knee pain sufferers that are listening to this audio. Uh, we have a special promotion. That's for those uh, who are interested in Selena's salt, the, the Celtic sea salt. And uh, this is the special code is going to be knee, K-N-E-E, guru, G-U-R-U, all one word, all capital letters. So that's knee, guru, all one word, all capital letters. So this is what you get. I'll put a link in, in this post on my website, and this is going to take you to Selena's site as well. Um, it's 20% off of your first order. In addition to that, you're going to get free uh, one year of wellness membership, which is a value of $25, which includes free shipping and promo discounts sent to you throughout the year. So I think that, that was very gracious of you, Selena, to offer that to, to my members. Sure. And I really appreciate that. Sure. That was so kind of you. And um, and also, Bill, I think if you put www.neeguru.com, it'll it'll take you right there. I'm going to have to check that out. Um, the source code is going to be put on your website. Yes, but you can get right there by doing the the www.neeguru.com. We'll have to double check that. Okay. I'll double check in and make sure it's in all the notes. Um, and the reason oh, why I say minute. that that's is... Oh, wait That's yours. I'm sorry. That is not correct. That's not yours. I'm so sorry. I, I was looking at this. My, my uh, marketing person put that there, but she was giving that note to my internal people. Yeah, that, that's fine. And for those that had any question if this was scripted, mm-hmm. <laughs> we, we just put that to rest. So, no, that's perfect. So they'll go to your website. We'll have the source code that they put in, which is NEGURU, in all capital letters, all one word, 
on your website, and that's going to give them um, the the twenty percent off on their first order, free one year wellness membership, free shipping, and promo discounts throughout the year. That's it. Selena, do you have any other comments? Anything else you'd like to share? Um, I not really. I think the main thing I wanted to get a you know my point across to the people was use your own judgment. You know. There's a lot of information out there, and it's like information pollution. And, um, you know, you've got to use your own judgment, and I'm a phone call away. I am very transparent, and I would be more than happy to talk to anybody with any questions. Great. Selena, I want to thank you so much. This was really fun <laughs> chatting <laughs> with you on the call. And um, I appreciate you very much in what you're doing. Uh, just I've been using your salt for years now. This actually was years before I ever met you. So this was, um, you know, it's probably coming close to a decade. I just love the taste of your salt and have been incorporating it. And it's just been a bonus uh, to be able to meet you and get to know you and your company better. Well, I feel the same. And I, I, I went to your website and saw all of your testimonials, and I was pretty blown away. Great. Okay, Selena, well, thank you so much, and have a wonderful day. And for those that are listening, head over to thekneepainguru.com. This post, this blog post will be on that website where you can get more information about eliminating your knee pain as well as the information that Selena shared with you uh, to get you help with minerals in your body to help eliminate the pain. Thank you so much. Thank you, Bill.